Welcome to Lawler Out Loud, and thank you for listening. I'm your host, Christy Lawler, and this podcast focuses on highlighting the amazing men and women that make a difference in the world. And we hope to prove that every single person has the power to make a difference and make an impact. Today's guest is Angel Vasquez. First, let me thank you, Angel, for joining us today to share your story, your experiences, your amazing career, and all of the wonderful things that you do for the hospitality industry. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Are you kidding? The honor is all mine. (laughs) All mine. So let's just dive right in. Um, There's so much that is just fascinating to me about you and what you do, but I would love the opportunity to learn more about you. So just kind of give me a little bit of information about you, whether it's your childhood, your education, what you're doing, how you found what you're doing, a little bit of everything. Yeah. So thank you. Um, I, I am a full-time photographer and I got into the craft because it was modeled by my own father and it was, uh, his untimely death that really communicated the importance of photography. So yeah, once he was gone, you know, the images were all that I had and those served as my memories so I, I started wow. preaching the gospel to people, take pictures, take, does it matter what you think you look like? Trust me, <laughs> 10 years from now, you'll love these pictures. Yeah. So um, th- that was how I got into photography. I started with, you know, taking portraits and doing weddings and covering life's events. Um, and then how I- How old were you when you got started? I, I had- you know, not professionally, not just kind of my own having fun. It wasn't until I got a mentor when I was 33 years old. Oh, okay. And that is when I decide, like, I want to do this. I want to do it full time. So your father was a photographer? Uh, He was, he was the family photographer and he had, you know, really very nice equipment for a modest family. So if he was behind the camera, he probably wasn't in front of it as much. And that's why you realized the value in images because you didn't have as much as you wanted, I assume. You know, that's true. However, because I have the, me- the memory is recalled, I can clearly see in my, my memory, he's behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. So it serves as a, as a, purpose. yeah, it serves as a way to recall your memories. Otherwise, you know, the way the memory works, if you don't recall them, you lose them. Yeah, that's fascinating. I'm really sorry for your loss, sidebar. That's very sad. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, but that's such a beautiful story. Yeah, so, you know, I tried to diversify my portfolio because I started in film photography, and when the digital era hit, it, um, it diluted the market. Suddenly, everyone was a photographer. And mm-hmm. so um, I wanted to diversify my portfolio and I dabbled into like vacation rentals, real estate, uh, really anything that would pay me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, isn't that usually the mixed bag of being an artist? (laughs) I even photographed dogs for holiday cards. It was awful. (laughs) But, But yeah, so, um, I was trying to break into food. I'm a foodie at heart. I love to cook and it, just fed to you know I love what chefs are doing and so I tried to break into food and seemed seemed to get nowhere Mm -hmm. and I one of the restaurants that 
hired me, uh, I saw their bar manager walking around and I just, I had recently crossed over into the video aspect of photography. And so I asked him, I said, Hey, why don't you let me take a video of you making me a drink? And, you know, truth be told, I I just wanted a free drink. (laughs) I knew he he was a really good bartender. And so he made me a drink. And I, once I edited it, I was like, that looks so much fun. Like that's my favorite seat in the house anyway. So I I put it out and um, I happened to put it out in a time when no one, no one else was doing any sort of video work for bartenders. So I was the first one to, you know, create this, this platform for bartenders and they just flocked to it. I was, well, how long ago was this? It was, uh, three years. It'll be, that's it. Wow. Yeah. Three and a half years. Yeah. So, yeah. And it just sort of snowballed. It was, um, a market that hadn't been showcased in that way before, you know, so it was, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time with the uh, right set of skills. I like mm-hmm. to drink. <laughs> I have a camera. <laughs> <laughs> These things just make sense. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is fantastic. I, I, I mean, I didn't realize it was only that short of a time ago. Yeah, I, it was, it's pretty recent and I feel, I feel pretty fortunate. I feel it honored that I get to I have a lot of bartenders that say after they were showcased that their wives were then proud or their parents were proud or they finally got it that this was their chosen profession you know it's a lot of people still have the thinking of um, you know they even tell bartenders still when are you going to get a real job yeah and I it's funny because all the bartenders I know, this is their chosen profession because they love it. Yes. So it's, I'm the lucky one who gets to share <laughs> with everyone how great they are. No, I think it's, I, that's especially what I love about what you're doing is because you are a part of the change in our industry that goes from this is a means to an end to this is the job. This is the gig. This is the dream job. Right. And you're putting such a beautiful, bright light on the career aspect of being a bartender mixologist in our industry and the way that our industry is shaping because of this care and attention to detail that's happening. I think it's wonderful. I think it's absolutely changing because the conversation not too long ago was, uh, how did you end up? a bartender or a mixer, yeah. you know, where now it's starting to change because I, I get questions through my direct messages weekly where how do I become a bartender? Mm-hmm. So exactly. I, I think the vernacular will change to people saying, how did you become a bartender? Exactly. Like the question is the same, but the, uh, the intrigue behind it is totally right. a 180. Right. Like, how do I do what you're doing? I exactly. want to know. Exactly. And it, that's so funny. I mean, I literally was one of those bartenders in the 90s that went to a bartending school to get a bartending job. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, to work at Red Lobster. Right. I, I remember <laughs> people watching the movie Cocktail thinking, oh, those are bartenders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With Tom exactly. Cruise, that ter- terrible movie. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
know, I know, but it's so, I mean, that is kind of one of the genesis points of cocktail culture as we know it today. It kind of came from somebody coming up with the idea to make a movie that focused on bartending as like a job and not just something you show up and do. It's a career yeah. path. So, I've, and I'm grateful for it. I've, I've spent so much time with bartenders that I, I've learned so much about the history and the culture and uh, the classics, everything that goes behind bartending and, mm. and the artisanal uh, booze that people make and how they really go after it because they're passionate about it. And it's, it's in turn made me really passionate about the industry. I, I love this industry. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I mean, I'm a part, I, I love it too. This is, and I was a bartender just to pay bills in college you know, and I, I didn't plan on making a career of it. And then here I am. Right. Total career in the hospitality right. industry. I love and it. now I have such admiration and respect for the bartenders because they've gone so much farther than I ever went behind the bar. Right. And they're so much more talented than I ever could have been. Right. Like, it's, it's like, you know, you, you think it's easy to take a picture because of the technology that we have now, like you mentioned, but I know at the end of the day, I don't possess the eye that you possess. There's a reason you can do this for a living. You have the talent that other people have to dream about <laughs> pretty much. You know, I, a big part of it for me is, um, and I did this when I was, you know, photographing people, is I would really connect with my subjects and, and just genuinely have a good time with them. And it's almost like the camera becomes secondary. You know, I just, I'm truly having a good time and yeah. uh, I'm a real people person. So it lends to, I'm making friends now all over the world. <laughs> yeah. And they Which all, is so amazing. All, and they're all making me drinks. <laughs> it's such a benefit. I mean, this is, this is such a two-way street that you're on. I love it. Right. <laughs> so so obviously your inspiration came from your father right. and your love of the hospitality industry, the food, the drinks, the experiences, the people. Um, uh, but I want to hear a little bit more about how those two kind of combined in the perfect storm that created the cocktail portal as we now know it today. So, you know, um, I had started putting out into the universe, like probably about four, maybe five years ago, I want to travel by way of my camera. So my daughter's grown and she's moved out of the house. So I have the flexibility in my schedule that I, I have the freedom to travel. And so I just started putting it out there. I want to travel by way of my camera. And people would, they would look at me and say, you know, you're going to make that happen because you're already putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And I about a year and a half after the cocktail portal was created, did things started to open for me that now I've, I've gotten a passport. <laughs> I've, left this, I've left this continent. <laughs> I've been to Thailand, Hong Kong, Mexico City, London, Scotland. So, you know, I'm, it's just my wildest dreams have come true. I, get to meet amazing people all over the world and I travel it's just like I, I pinch myself is this really my life 
it's that's just the most wonderful thing that I, that we can experience as humans is when we figure out how to make a living from what we love. Right. And you've and, done such a great job too of pulling, you know, together the witty group. That's it's a phenomenal group and I'm so honored to be part of it. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I mean, our pictures were so beautiful this year and you could see like how much joy you and your personality brought with your camera to the conference. And I'm just, I'm, I'm beyond like grateful for you being a part of what I'm trying to do too for our industry, because I figure, you know, between the two of us, we can pretty much empower every single human in hospitality, right? Exactly. (laughs) I'm glad. So the video that I created for you for the witty group, I'm, I'm glad that you said that it, it made you tear up. Like that's the biggest compliment that anyone could give me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Girl, every time I watch it, I still tear up. And trust me, I go to my own website and rewatch it all the time. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. It's just fantastic. It's, it's just amazing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to having you this year because you know, there's going to be even more people. I can't wait. I know gonna be awesome um okay so I want to know next now this I don't know I always ask everybody this question so I want an example of a negative experience or time in your life and how you turned it into a positive and I know it's a tricky one and it's kind of you know a sensitive one but I think it lends to the humanity of the person that you know, I'm talking to for this podcast. I agree. I agree. So, um, I was, uh, I was dating this person, uh, probably about six, seven years ago and he started a media company and he, you know, pulled me along and used a lot of my experience and what I do, uh, to, to help him with his business. Mm -hmm. Uh, he, in this media company, he was doing radio and he was trying to break into television. Well, uh, with, with part of my experience and part of a crew that he'd brought on, we were able to get some stuff on, on television, on KCAL 9. And so that really opened up my thinking of, uh, of how to market myself and you know, present myself. Uh, that company didn't work. It was... It was a very, (laughs) I would say the hardest time of my life was in that relationship. And uh, he was not a good person. I'm sorry. (laughs) And it was a really, it ended up being a a really abusive relationship. And yeah. And once I was able to get out of that, I remember clearly thinking, I'm going to live now. I'm going to, I'm going to live. I'm going to make the best of it. Like I had a second lease on life and I just go for it. I was tired of living my life through fear. And, you know, a lot of my decisions as as a young person were made out of fear, not out of what I wanted to or what my goals were. Mm -hmm. And so I finally gotten to a point where I I was just like, I'm not going to live by fear anymore. And, uh, I had a really hard time afterwards, uh, a lot of emotional trauma. And yeah. um, 
I, uh, I remember thinking, what is the silver lining here? What, when will it reveal itself? And slowly as, you know, the cocktail portal started to take off and people in the industry were telling me, Angel, you really have no idea how many people are talking about you in the industry, which I really wasn't technically in the industry. So how I was, how was I to know any of this? Yeah. Uh, so that was when I, you know, finally realized that the silver lining was I had to get this experience from this horrible experience and yeah. it led me to what I'm doing now. That's, that's yeah. like the greatest story of overcoming something though. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I look back and I'm still a little bit angry, <laughs> not going to lie, but, yeah. but I'm also able to appreciate it now in a way where I see clearly I had to go through the fire, so to speak, to become a use, a usable urn or usable pot or, you know, usable or to become the pot. Phoenix that rose from the ashes. Right. That's a great one. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, definitely. I mean, I think that's really powerful because when you look back and you're allowed to have negative experiences and feelings about previous situations. But when you can look back and say, yeah, I'm still a little angry about it. But right. oh my God, look what I did with it. Right. That's just powerful. Right. I, and no one can take that from you. I read a, a meme the other day that success is the biggest a, a middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Especially when it's someone, you know, when you feel like you, you reach that moment where you're like, you know what? I, I chose not to listen to the person that said I couldn't do it because I did it and I esteemed myself, right? Like picking yourself up when, and dusting yourself off and just moving on. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it was, uh, one of the canvas quotes I had at the witty conference this year was the only time a woman should ever look down is to admire her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I know. I don't, I can't remember which woman picked that as her quote from the conference, but I was like, no, this is one of the ones like every single one of those spoke to me in a different way. But that was one of those where I was like, I'm going to find who out, who one of my spirit animals is when I see who picks this one. And then I, it got picked and I forgot. That's, that's, it. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I know. I know. But that is, that's really, thank you for sharing that. Cause I know, especially sharing a negative experience, like people are, don't, they're not afraid to share something negative. It's just, there's a lot of um, restraint involved with it. And not because we're embarrassed or ashamed of it because we don't like putting negative out there. Positive people don't like putting negative out there. And I think that's why people get really confused with, why people put only only the positive on social media. And I think it's because it's social media, not right. real right. media. Exactly. So therefore, negativity isn't exactly, exactly a social behavior. So if you only put negative out on social, that's not very social. And right. no one's right. going to want to engage with you. Exactly. Yeah, so, I, you know, some of the anger, the anger that I have truly, and I'm aware of this is, is my own and it's aimed at me for, mm-hmm. you know, you can't help but feel responsible for ending up in a situation like that. And so the anger is mine. Yeah. But you <laughs> know, 
in a way, and I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and pat you on the back because in a way you taking responsibility for how you're feeling about it puts you in a completely different and elevated class of human mentality because so many of us, human nature is to immediately be like, yeah, I was victimized by that person and have the anger towards that person. But allowing yourself to see it from the other side and be like, yeah, I'm still holding on to this. I'm not thrilled with my decision, but I'm also going to allow it to run its course. Right. I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. No, it's absolutely, well, it's my perspective and I'm not a licensed, (laughs) you know, human mind therapist, psychologist person, obviously. Um, But I think, you know, that's the best way that we can treat each ourselves is honestly looking at ourselves and be like, this is where I hold myself back. Right. Yeah. It's the only way to grow really. It is. It yeah. is. And it, it took me some, some therapy to come to that conclusion. But um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my journey. And it's, I, I don't regret it. I mean, I had to go through it. I believe that. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, I was talking with Helena the, earlier, and it, it's same thing. Every single witty woman has admitted to having no regrets, because even the negatives, Right. turned them to the place where they are now. Like if I hadn't gone through that, if I hadn't learned that, if I hadn't dealt with that person or that situation, I wouldn't be here now looking right. back and saying, this is what I learned, you know? Yep. 100%. I think that's, yeah. And that's, that's a sign of a, of somebody that is capable of empowering themselves too, is admitting, right. you know, yeah, I honestly don't have regrets. Have I been dumb? Have I made bad choices? Yes. Am I alone? No. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. No regrets, only lessons. Right. So I have, I have an idea that um, you're probably doing. You're, you're living your best life. I'm, I'm imagining. So, my question is always to everybody that comes on the podcast: If you weren't doing your current job for a living, you had no restrictions. What would you do? Would you do this exactly? You know, I've often said that if I won the lotto, I would literally travel the world more showcasing more bartenders. <laughs> yeah, I that's would, pretty much what I figured. <laughs> I would find the most talented and I would, you know, have competitions and I would just be hanging out with bartenders even more. <laughs> you know, honestly, if I had no restrictions and I could do whatever I wanted, I would travel the world more too with the kids. Yep. Yeah, it's changes you you it just it's it's amazing I enjoy it wholeheartedly I know me too I love to eat my way through another culture literally I think the best way to get to know the culture is by eating the food absolutely absolutely yeah and drinking the drinks of course yes yes (laughs) just like you I enjoy a good (laughs) cocktail (laughs) so okay so you already answered the regrets question that I always ask but is there is there something where in either in your past or in your future that you have changed or will change in terms of your perspective or your outlook or even your reaction to situations that you've learned from the negative experiences that you've had that you don't regret um I mean, I'm, you know, always evolving and I, 
I often tell people I reserve the right to change my mind with, with new information. <laughs> yeah, right. So um, I, I'm the type of person that likes to work on myself and is, I, I'm a seeker, you know, mm. I, I seek healing uh, and I, it, it's, I don't know what I'm going to want to change until it hits me, you know, yeah. I, I can tell you, I really like life. I, if you see some of my blooper videos, you'll hear me laughing. And that's, that's how often how I carry myself. I just find life amusing and people funny and yeah, life experiences, you know, great. I, I think people generally are great. And um, I don't dismiss someone unless they've done something to me. Yeah. Do you so, give them more than one chance if they do something sideways? It it's just uh it depends, you know, if if it depends on the person. Each case is separate and different. But yeah. I think I think um because I carry myself that way, I see the world that way, I it seems like that's what I get. I get mm-hmm. the best of people. Yeah, I think I think it's like you you are a mirror. Like you, you walk in, you're positive, you're happy, you laugh constantly. I mean, literally, witty. I think I heard you laughing more than I heard you talking. <laughs> that's, that's me. <laughs> and that's, that's an awesome way to be in that people want to be around. That energy is contagious and it's so beneficial. Um, and I think that just the way that you engage with people being so happy, you give people an immediate comfort level, whether or not you have a camera in your hand, they're immediately comfortable. They're open. They're going to share and they're going to feel good. I think it's really reciprocal what you do. I I appreciate that. It's, it is, it is what I feel that I get, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, I, I'll hear some people say, Oh, I don't like that person. I'm like, what? I thought that person was great. <laughs> that's generally how I think of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. So, okay. Um, I always ask what you would want the listening audience to know about you. And I want you to answer that question, but I also want you to go into how people can follow your work as well, because I think what you're doing impacts so many lives and has beautiful ripple effects all over the industry. Right. I, I think, um, I think what I like is that, um, I don't, I hide my identity from my page. Mm-hmm. You know, I, when people say, you know, are you an influencer? I, I shy away from that term because that's not really something I, I can be proud of. I, I'm a, I'm proud that I'm a mom and mm-hmm. that I'm a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> Those types those titles make me happy. Um, I like that. And I do think part of the success of the page, uh, the cocktail portal is that it's really not about me. I don't make this page about me. It's really about people in the industry. And I think that resonates with, you know, with people. Yeah. Uh, And I like that. It's, I'm a little mysterious. People don't know that it's, a woman curating the page. Uh, sometimes when they meet me, they're shocked and like, Oh, the woman. 
And I've had a lot of women say it's really inspiring to know that a woman's behind the camera. It's it's inspiring myself to, you know, get into it and maybe travel more. Yeah. I I travel alone a lot and but I still have a grand time. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Um that's I I I do think that that's a point of validity too, that you are doing this in a completely altruistic fashion. It's not about you. You're right. Right. You're the storyteller. You're bringing these people, bartenders, to life. You're telling their story. And it's I, really, really cool. Yeah, I see it as I'm painting a portrait of their life's work. Yeah. You know, the hours and hours that they've dedicated to getting good at their craft. I get to showcase that and tell that story. Yeah. So what would you want people to know about you, the person, being, you know, the secret behind the cocktail portal? Um, it, it's, for me, it's just an honor to, to be having an impact on this industry, um, to influencing people to really appreciate great bartenders and a great go- cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, about me what about me that people wouldn't know um i'm i just live a simple life and you know when the cocktail portal first started i wanted to quit it because i was investing so much time and i was mm-hmm. so broke i was like oh my god i need tires can i <laughs> what am i gonna do uh, but for me i just have a, a simple life um I am living my wildest dreams in my later years in life, which is like, I, I can't believe this is happening to me now. Because uh, <laughs> I, I believed when I was younger that if I hadn't acquired my dreams by 30 or 35, that it was over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can relate to that for sure. Like you have to be a certain point. And, and uh, so... Right. Yeah. And so uh, I'll be honest, it was in my late 40s that this started to happen. <laughs> yeah. But, so. you know, there's, you know, you read those statistics about all these just people that have done amazing things. Like Vera Wang didn't d- start designing clothes until she was 40 or something. And you're like, you know what? It doesn't have to be the way that we we were raised to think that it has to be a certain way and a certain timetable and everything. I didn't start the Witty Group until I was 41 took me a, a way longer than it probably should have but maybe I just wasn't ready and I think right. that like that's that's the badge of honor right it it may have taken you longer than you would have thought to get to a place where you were truly satisfied and happy but oh you got there so yeah, many I, people don't I I appreciate the saying of everything in divine order mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. Happens when it was supposed to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. No one else should put a timeline on your, on your life. Period. Exactly. So, okay. So if people want to learn more about you, follow your pages, um, engage with you, make sure that, you know, maybe reach out to you so that you can come to their bar, showcase their talent, go to their conference. Photograph the world. How do they do you? <laughs> so um, I have social media on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two biggest. Um, 
the best way to reach me, honestly, is through direct message on Instagram. And it's the cocktail portal. And we, I also have bartenders portal, which is geared more towards like recipes and techniques. Whereas the cocktail portal is more geared towards uh, where to have a legitimate great craft cocktail. Excellent. And bartenders get inspiration from both pages, but the home bartender can also go bar to bartenders portal for recipes that they can make at home and, you know, tricks and techniques and products that, that they might want for their own home bar. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Oh, and you should totally plug your ebook, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I got together with three of three good friends of mine that are bartenders and we came up with a holiday recipe book that people can make to entertain at home. Wonderful drinks. And how do they find it? They can go onto Amazon and uh, type in the cocktail portal and it'll, it'll come up. It's the only one up there right now. Awesome. Well, I bought my copy and I've already read it. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. No, I appreciate it. When you posted that, I was like, I'm on it. Consider it done. So you're the one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, my mom bought one. Okay, oh, you're, you're one. <laughs> Look at that. Just raking in the coinage, aren't you? <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much, Angel, for joining me and giving me your time and it, you know, filling me in a little bit more about what makes you you because you know, I got to know you fairly well at, during the witty conference but right. I'm excited to get to know you even better and to continue to grow with you and and keep you engaged and involved with the witty group and everything that we're doing because you are a vital vital person in our and organization thank, and thank you for everything that you do and and including me uh it's I I love being part of the witty group and part of core which I know you're part of as well yes so thank you for, for being uh, someone who inspires the industry as well. Oh, wow. That's really high praise. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm going to take that and put that in my back pocket of positivity for the day. Awesome. Carry it around. Well, thank you so much again, Angel. I know I adore you. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for tuning in to Lawler Out Loud, Mixing Up the Mainstream.